What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. Good afternoon on this gloomy yet somewhat warm day. It's it's not too bad. Not too not too bad here in Idaho. Um waking up very late today. My brother just had his technically second child, but there were complications with the first late in pregnancy and this one is a success and she is a beautiful little thing and I'm happy for him and looking at something so new something that has no idea what is in front of them makes me feel the purity of the world and the purity of our potential and the purity of why what life really should be about, I guess, like a vision, experience. It's funny to look at something like that that doesn't even know what she is yet and know that she could make waves in this world just as big as any of us. And I'm happy for him. And I have no idea where my own life is headed, but to see that type of satisfaction in my brother and to see that happiness for something that he's wanted for so long gives me joy and gives me hope for my own life and what's to come. But I guess there shouldn't be a but. There's, there's an and. There's definitely an and. And talking of the purity of such a little being, such a new being, brings me into the lives that we live today and discussing them and discussing where we probably should keep ourselves and where the world kind of sets a path before us. So here it is. Episode 20, Two Lives Apart. There is an evil in this world, and I know you guys have probably gotten me tired of saying it, but evil is necessary. That is balance. I'm not making this shit up. It's just whether we recognize it or not. And I'm not very good at labeling things. I label a lot of things as evil, maybe. But I also label a lot of things as good. I think that in things like this podcast, I just bring a lot of awareness to the things that are going to challenge us and the things that are going to stifle our potential if we let it. But like I said, life is balance. And if there's weakness in us, there's also strength. Among all things... 
I've stumbled upon one of the greatest catalysts of my life. And stumbling is just what I do best. I'm the most unsmooth, trip-over-myself person that you will ever meet, with my words and my own feet. Besides every three-year-old I've met, probably, but really there are so many tiny moments that have continued to detour me in the right direction, intentional or not. It's really like finding the right car in the whole of the deck that completes your life. After searching deck after deck after deck, exhaustively. Let me ask everyone the question who is willing to listen. Do you feel like you're living one life? Do you feel like you're living the life you intended? And if not, then whose life are you living? If you're stressing and struggling, like most of us do in this world, and if you're not stressing and struggling, then you are inhuman or you've been given all the things. But what's the point of the struggle if it's not for you? Who are you living for? Forget about the technicalities and the must of the world. Do you really think if we were given a life that it was intended to be lived under someone else's thumb or someone else's definition? Do we as people really think that currency and industry and keeping our borders built high and trying to become high class because middle class wasn't enough and frosting our wrists and garage keeping a car meant to run the streets and eating $100 steaks when others are malnutritioned eating only rice in another part of the world. Do we really think this is what life is for? Isn't there something more satisfying out there than just making it? Just making it from paycheck to paycheck, fitting all the have-to-dos in, being a step stool for a boss, just performing all the actions that make you feel like you're part of an assembly line, all in an order to quote-unquote get ahead. Isn't there something more real that lies true to our hearts? Something deeper, something biologically deeper. Something that is built on just being and touching nature and laughter and love and lust and thrill. Doesn't that seem more real? The actual emotions of the heart and the feelings of our own senses. If we live for our money and the world's industry, holding off real happiness, what is that life? Is it ours? I don't want to say there is no use to our modernism and our technology. There is such a freedom and success to what we've evolved from through our own minds. I only feel that we've forgotten about something in our past that we can ignore but never really rid ourselves of. It's that historical biology. And I think with that, it means we're living a life not truly genuine to what we would want our lives to be. I'm starting to believe that there is no actual separation between our adolescence and our adulthood just because we labeled it so at the age of 18. Maybe the way we felt and learned and lived life in the moment back as a child was meant to be taken with us into adulthood, not forgotten. Living for the moments, living dangerously, 
rebelling for freedom, the heart-pounding excitement, and the impulsive adventure. Maybe quote-unquote growing up was just a social construct. I think we're living just for the sake of making it. In fear of what will happen if we don't follow the flow of things like everybody else. We fear that we will be left on the bank to dry up. It's what the world is doing, and we were born into it. So this must be the way. And as we live this pseudo-style life, when does the realization kick in that it's wrong? Or at least wrong for us? I honestly think for most of us it's impossible to tell until you've had enough of a dull life that you start to feel an injustice to yourself. When you've done everything you're supposed to, but something is still off. The thing that is off is what doesn't feel true. And what is true is what we should believe. This is the separation. You're living two different lives. Can you imagine what it would mean to live on two different worlds? To even think that that is possible? One full of color and freedom and not so predictable. The other dull, hard to breathe on, and full insight on what your future has for you, but not able to touch it. Would you really be convinced by the latter? Excitement goes out the window when you know everything that will happen to you. When you're making choices, but they're guided by something outside of yourself. There's something about the comfortable lives we live today that guide us far, far away from Never Neverland. And it comes down to living a life that the world wants you to live, not living a life you want to. So, what the fuck is it that stops us then? I think it's this. I think that the pseudo-self we're living is because of our assumption of what the world's expectation of us is to be. We don't really get to live as part of the people unless we're living by the laws of it. The societal laws, the moral laws, the religious laws, all of them. If we're not part of it, then we're not part of the human experience, so we think. But the idea of the human experience goes back to what made our history in the first place. It's what's given us so much freedom today. But it's been skewed by people that say you have to obey, that you don't have time, that if you follow the rules, then you can have all of the nice things. You can be as comfortable as you want. And if you do a good job for most of your life, You can have the last remaining years all to yourself. Well, what if I don't want that fucking life? What if I've had enough of that life? What if I don't care what I lose because I'm sick of being comfortable? What if I'm tired of being restricted by my bank account? And I'm tired of seeing pictures of a world I'm too afraid to go see for myself if I could just give myself the approval to do so. I want to go back to Never Never Land. Fighting pirates, leading the lost boys, flying, swimming with mermaids, all with a little Tinkerbell girlfriend right at my side. Because I want to discover what's in my mind. I don't want it left to be found by someone else. I want to experience what my unique brain yearns to, what it's asking for, I want to give it. I want to make decisions that scare the shit out of me, I want to be impulsive and fight my fear. I want to live in a way that very few take advantage of today. I want to live a life on the edge for once. And none of that has anything to do with the fake life that I'm living today. 
what I've been living, I didn't ask for, but the one that I allowed myself to fall into. And I take full responsibility. And as soon as we take responsibility for the life we're fed up of living, along with it comes the power to change. One life we live in order to fill the expectations of others, and the other we live inside our own head. Our dreams, chained into the dark corners, only noticed but never lived. Take it from me. Living a life in the shadow of others is exhausting. Waiting for my dream life to be handed to me is a waste of time and a fairy tale that exists in the back of all of our minds. So what's going to happen if we finally let it free? and we bring it to the forefront. So commit to the real you. Commit to what you desire. Commit to the fear because it's fucking worth it. Even the smallest steps make a difference. Believe in every one of them and have the courage to never step backward just because it's comfortable and predictable. Step forward into the unknown. Step forward into everything that has no answer. Commit to being rebel-minded, because there is no path more beautiful and full of freedom. Stay strong, my friends, and stay rebel-minded. I love you all. All right, guys. If you're here, then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on. So from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y at K-H-A-O-S-K-R-E-E-D dot com. And of course, if you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel Minded in the title. For experience and practice, I'm coaching for free right now. Don't miss out on that. Even if all you need is that confidential space to talk, I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming. This is the Creed Soldier.